What's up, everyone? Welcome back to NFL Only here on Spark Talk, and today we have our top 10 games of the 2010s. Yes, the top 10 games of the last decade. And I know we we're trying to get this podcast out around Saturday or Sunday um, last week, but we kind of realized in order to do a good podcast, we wanted to watch some of these games, really look at all the games, and see which ones we felt like should be in our own top 10s. Now, mm-hmm. this is based off of different perspectives, enjoyment level, mm-hmm. um, the level of game that actually was. And so uh, this should be an interesting list because I'm sure we're going to have some different games and I'm sure mm-hmm. there might even be games I forgot or didn't even think to check that you might have put on. So Yeah, yeah, I had 50 games at one point and I had to cut it down. So I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, probably a little bit overboard on it. But, uh, but I got the games I wanted on there and uh, it's just hard to pick some of these games. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is because some of these, like... Probably top the top three I have on here are unmatched through, I think, in NFL history. They're probably in the top ten, maybe top ten games of all time in NFL history for me. Uh, especially in importance and in uh, what the sport means as a whole, like going forward and what it was like in the past. And Okay. Yeah, so it's a, it's a whole... It's a whole collection of stuff through the past decade, and it's pretty cool. Like go back and look at, yeah, 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 at the stuff, and try to remember what you what you were thinking back at that at those times. Like uh, when the first games played this decade, Arizona versus Green Bay. Mm. You had young Aaron Rodgers trying to prove himself his first ever playoff game versus mm-hmm. about to retire Kurt Warner, mm-hmm. and the second high and the. High, I think it's still the highest playoff game or scoring playoff game in NFL history. Mm. So it's crazy to look back ten years ago. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Just I mean, I I think you gotta hit it like going back and like kind of sitting there and watching some of these highlights and kind of getting refreshed on some of these games. And I was like, man, what was I doing at this time? I was like, oh, I was in I was in this grade or I was thinking about this or this was going on in my life. And I was like, this is kind of cool to kind of go back through time and kind of put the games and put the put the seasons together of like what was happening in our lives at that time i always thought that was uh pretty interesting honestly and um mm-hmm. a lot of fun so do you have any honorable mentions on- yeah so we're gonna start with honorable mentions and yeah. i have a couple of honorable mentions um i won't go into detail too much because they're honorable yeah. mentions but i have the green bay arizona game like white just mentioned uh the wild card playoff game from 2010 that that's, ended that's what? one of my honorable okay. mentions too um, it just for me, I was in fourth grade. Yeah. At the time, it's hard to remember that stuff mm-hmm. when you're when you're that young and you're just trying to. Because I remember the ending. I remember them coming back from twenty-one down, uh, and you're like, "Oh, this Aaron Rodgers can be special." I remember thinking about that when I was in fourth grade. When I was nine, and I was. It's, but the thing is, it's so far back for me that it's hard to remember it. Mm-hmm. And I remember it in pieces, but I don't remember the full game as yeah. itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And my other one is the Baltimore versus Denver game, the the infamous uh, chuck up to Jacoby Jones that went over Raheem Morris. That was the name, right? Was it Raheem? Maybe. I think that was the name. Um, that the safety number twenty six for the Broncos. Yeah. That misjudged it and just barely missed it over his fingertips. Jacoby Jones catches it. They go over overtime. The rest is history, and you know we saw the 
Ravens going to win the Super Bowl and the legend of Ray Lewis get to end his career with the Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm. So uh, I thought that was a great game, but just for me, it just wasn't able to crack the top ten. Yeah, uh, another game for me, regular season game. It was the it was the sequel of the trilogy in the two year span. It was the it was the infamous for New England fans. Mm-hmm. The kick that went over the straight over the upright for Justin Tucker, and you also had the Torrey Smith amazing game uh, the day. Or the day after his brother died, the Sunday night football game. Oh. That was one of my non uh, mentions. I just I remember that thoroughly. I was like, oh, it's sad. Mm-hmm. His uh, brother ended up dying, and then he goes down. And he just balls out. It's, it reminded me of the Brett Favre game mm-hmm. when uh, against the Oakland after his father passed away. Yeah. So just one of those games. You're just like, I remember that game. Mm-hmm. I remember what it was. I remember everything about it. But it's like the lack of importance. I felt like in mm-hmm. the game, like the. It was a regular season game almost. Okay. It, that's why it barely edged out. And I also had uh, the Minneapolis Miracle off the list. Okay. Well. It was more... The game wasn't exciting. It was more the finish. Yeah. was itself. Yeah. I, honestly, I didn't even... I'll, I'll just say this. I didn't even have it in my top ten or anything. You I didn't? Just, no, I just... The finish. Again, for me, it was... As I was... The I finish. Think, that's that, what it was that The hardest thing for me is separating fin- great finishes... Mm-hmm. From great games. Okay, yeah. That, that, that was the hardest thing for me. So another one. I mean, yeah, that's Se- a fair point. It's a fair uh, point for yeah. sure. Uh, number one, Seattle and Green Bay NFC Championship uh, was like number eleven on my list. Okay, it was it was the one outside of it. It was great. Yeah. It was a great game, great comeback, but the game didn't really get going to the fourth quarter mm-hmm. until after Russell Wilson. Uh, yeah. Did the read option and then you mm. have the missed onside kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah. Barely missed out on that one. So, are you ready? Uh, yeah, so without further ado, we will crack into this top 10 uh, list that we have. And I will start mm-hmm. us off with my number 10. So, we're going to go from our 10th to our first to our best game of the decade. All right, so do you want to. Uh, so, if we have like one later down, do you, you just want to like push it down? What do you mean? Like, say if you have, like, something at 8. No, we'll just, we'll, no, we'll just talk about it. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so we'll just talk about it just like that. So we'll go. I'll start at number 10. And I have the Week 5 2013 game between Denver and the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. This game ended 51-48. to 48. They combined 99 points uh, total score where Denver was able to edge it out. And I remember watching this game back then and just refreshing myself again. And I'm sure I'll say this and why I will say this a lot. Refreshing myself uh, on some of the highlights and just kind of watching through that game. Mm-hmm. Um, just seeing the the back and forth where the Cowboys were up and the, the Broncos got up and the Cowboys came. I mean, just the back and forth between the whole game. Um, the amount of points scored. It was a class. It was a clinic in quarterbacking from Romo and for Manning, and it, to me it just reminded me of how great Romo was. It reminded me of how great Manning still was, even going to Denver, even in that latter part, mm-hmm. that second half of his career. And um, made Julius Thomas look like a Hall of Fame tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just thought, yeah, you saw big plays from Dez. You saw some big defensive plays um, as well. You saw some picks. You saw some nice sacks. And I, I just thought overall this was just a great game. And uh, just because it's not a playoff game, um, that was a big reason for me of putting it at number 10 was, you know, the importance wasn't 
as great as a Super Bowl or um, an AFC Championship game. But the way this game was played and the nature of how it went down uh, was just very exciting uh, to me at the time. And I remember watching it, like I said, and just, and just having a lot of fun with this game. And especially the infamous Peyton Manning trick play that everybody calls it, where he just, he literally, you see him, it's a he gets, he gets a under center, play. he looks over and sees everybody. I mean, they're not thinking, and he's like, all right, screw it. Fakes the boot, runs it in. I mean, that that was uh, yeah. that was just a fun play. Yeah. And, but yeah, it was just a fun game overall. So why, what's your number 10? All right, so my number 10 is Arizona versus Green Bay. The double Hail Mary uh, division, uh, divisional playoff 2016. Uh, okay. Even though it's at number 10 because, obviously, Arizona went on to get destroyed in the NFC Championship, okay. uh, Carolina afterwards. Uh, that's why it kind of boosted, uh, kind of ranked down. But you had the – pin hit my phone there. Uh, you had the uh, – you had uh, Randall Cobb get injured earlier in the game, mm-hmm. which, looking back on it, is, is Jeff Janis in that game at that moment making those two catches, or is it Randall Cobb? Or somebody else, maybe James Jones, because James Jones was it's when he started wearing the hoodie. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2016, that's when that trend started. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets injured, and then you go, and it's just a slow burn of a game, just a defensive game versus two high-powered offenses, which is crazy. You had Bruce Arians, you had Carson Palmer, uh, showing hit, showing why he hasn't played played a. Uh, Playoff games since 2009, mm. and up to that point, and then you had yeah. Aaron Rodgers struggling, uh, missing open people, and then the fourth quarter hit, and all of a sudden you had, all of a sudden you had uh, the crazy tip pass to Michael Floyd. You had, uh, I think it was interception by Aaron Rodgers or turnover and downs that led to uh, a field goal. Then you had the double home Mary mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a, yeah. He yeah he underthrew. Forget who it was. He underthrew him. Mm. Uh, I think it was Jordy Nelson, and then led to a field goal, and then they messed up on the kickoff. They end up all the way deep there. They get a holding call. It's fourth and twenty. Spins out, just throws, just chucks it to Jeff Janis, catches the ball at the fifty, and then just, honestly, I think probably the best throw in NFL history. Getting tackled. Going to the ground, lost it sixty yards. Yeah. As much as I'm a Bears fan, as much as I don't like Aaron Rodgers personally, that was probably the best thrown in NFL history. Yeah. I mean, it just, yeah, it highlights how great of a quarterback. And then you have Patrick so. Peterson, just watching that replay. Jeff Janis goes up, gets the ball, and then Patrick Peterson actually strips it from me while they're in midair, but the ball just happens to land on Jeff Janis' side, and he's able to recover it and get it. Mm-hmm. Crazy, and then yeah. First play of all the time, uh, Carson Palmer doing this. I don't. He. I guess he pushed the circle button on Madden too much. <laughs> he just spinning. I was yeah. like, "What are you doing?" So I was at Larry Fitzgerald, and yeah. Larry Fitzgerald does what Larry Fitzgerald does, and then the shovel passed, and then mm. touchdown. It was just an amazing game. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Just that uh, was one of those games. I was. It was between this and the part one of it for me. The Kurt Warner Aaron Rodgers duel out. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I remember this game a little bit better and. I feel like the ending was more exciting because you had the mm-hmm. double Hail Mary mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, crazy play about Larry Fitzgerald and Carson yeah. Palmer. Yeah. It, so. so what's your number nine? All right, so my number nine, and I know the game overall wasn't the best, but it's something I remember. 
<laughs> it is the Indianapolis Colts versus the Kansas City Chiefs wild card game uh, from 2013-2014. I think it happened in 2014, January. Um, the Colts eventually came back and won 45-44. Uh, to 44. And I just remember sitting here, and you guys remember just how upset I was and and cursing players. And, yeah, I was hilarious. And just get, I was just, I was, I was done with it. I was like, I'm done watching the Colts. This is it. I'm, I'm over this. Yeah, man. And then players start getting hurt left and right, and all of a sudden the Colts just make some comebacks. They just start making some mm-hmm. drives, making some big plays, this and that. And then um, obviously you have the infamous Andrew Luck uh, or Donald Brown gets it, fumbles, pops back. Andrew Luck's like, oh. Picks up the ball and just dives in. I remember sitting there and we're all cheering. And, it was uh, uh, me, you, and our cousin. Yeah. It just, it, we all went, we all went I, wild. Yeah, we went wild. I mean, that was, was that was absolutely insane. And then, obviously, to top it off, Andrew Luck bombed down the field to T.Y. Hilton to uh, put him over the top. And to me, this is personally, for me, this is just a great game. This, uh, this is one of my favorite games ever watching as a Colts fan. Um, it's up there for sure. And... It's for me it personally. It just has to be in this top ten list. Yeah, yeah. So you good? Yep. All right. So my number nine is the catch three. San Francisco versus New Orleans. Uh, okay. What was it? What year was it? That was twenty twelve. Uh, it was their. It was San Francisco's get back year with Jim Harbaugh. It mm-hmm. was his first year, and there you had Drew Brees won Super Bowl a couple years prior. You had Jimmy Graham, the hottest thing in the NFL at the moment. How big he was, how fast he was, mm-hmm. and then New Orleans. I think this is what started the trend here recently in the playoffs. They they got off to a slow start. Seventeen uh, was it seventeen nothing, mm-hmm. uh, San Francisco, and then all of a sudden New Orleans comes back and uh, gets down, uh, gets down by three at the half, gets down fourteen to seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we enter the fourth quarter after a couple of field goal exchanges, and then. Like all hell broke loose. Darren Sproles gets a fifty-yard touchdown yeah. off off of a uh, angle route. And yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> me, I remember sitting there with you watching this game. Yeah. And me, you're like, oh, whoa, whoa. I mean, just the, the it, craziness of it. I know yeah. it was. It reminds me of the ball. It the Baltimore and Vikings game was a Super Bowl game. Do you remember that the snow game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been on the list, but sadly, it was on the this this game was exactly that game, just not a playoff game. Yeah. And uh, then you had Alex Smith running into the end zone uh, off of a kind of before it's time call. You just had a quarterback sweep to the left side to the to the boundary side of the field, mm-hmm. and he's just running there. Had some great blocking. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and, his toes down the sideline. Yeah, yep. and everyone's like, he slipped it out. And it was nah. And then one timeout. I think it took like three or four plays by the Saints, and then you had, you had the Jimmy Graham play. Mm-hmm. San Francisco players just smash into each other, and then he's just running down the middle of the field, and then he had the uh, Vernon Davis catch to set them up into that range, and then still remember Frank Gore catching the ball could have got out of bounds, decides to like cut it back up midfield, and uh, so they were trying to rush to the line and everything. Everything was all scrambled. And Mary Alex Smith stepping back because they were down by three, down twenty nine thirty two. This throws a dart to Vernon Davis. This is prime Vernon Davis. Mm-hmm. This is prime Vernon Davis. Just throws a dart, and I still I still remember the 
the thing I remember most is him just crying. He just has so much emotion after that game. Just walking off the it field. It was literally like the Terrell Owens catch yeah. like that we always saw growing yeah. up. Where I mean, yeah, because I remember watching the game with you and seeing that catch. And I was like, "Wow, did that just happen?" Like, I was literally like a, it was like a mirror image mm-hmm. of T.O. I mean, like you could put them side by side, and I even think they did. Where you saw Terrell Owens and him and Vernon Davis catch at the same time, mm-hmm. you saw the emotion from them. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was that's definitely a great game. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, go, let's go to your number eight. So my number eight is the Los Angeles Rams versus the Kansas City Chiefs Monday Night Football game uh, from last season. The Rams won 54 to 51 and to me this is one of those games where yes it was high scoring but defense played a huge part in the reason it was high scoring. I mean the Rams scored two defensive touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um Samson Ebukon scored two of those. Uh there yeah. were huge defensive plays. Uh Chris Jones late in the game uh gets that uh or recovers that fumble for the touchdown. Um you had big plays all over the field yeah. from Mahomes and Goff. Uh, it was a great coaching duel, you know, the, the, the young buck versus the veteran, but both of them offensive gurus, especially Andy Reid for his time going into this age and changing and adapting, uh, seeing the new guy, Sean McVay, and what he's able to do. And this, I just remember sitting at work watching this game, and my phone, I didn't have a phone charger with me, like one of those portable chargers, and my phone just kept dying watching this game. And I kind of need my phone when I'm sitting there at work. Uh, just in case someone needs to contact me for something and uh, if they have a question about something. And I just remember my phone like slowly dying, slowly dying. And then like literally my phone stayed on 1% for the rest of the game and then died shortly after the game was over. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember the excitement I had in this game. I mean, it was back and forth uh, pretty much the whole game. I don't, I mean, nobody really ever had like a huge lead on the other. Uh, and obviously Pat Mahomes and, and that Chiefs mm-hmm. offense had a chance at the end twice and they just couldn't get it done that's that's um, my thing with pat mahomes it's, it's what scares me especially in present day right now is mm-hmm. when like he forced it he forced like the last the interceptions in the last minute of the game he forced bad throws that he had open receivers underneath that he could have got mm-hmm. and uh that that was like ah oh, man that was such a bummer and for me the yeah. exciting nature of this game was the defensive touchdown yeah because they came out of nowhere. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, like they needed a touchdown and they got it. It was like drive, drive, you know, drive, couple plays, boom, touchdown. You're like, what the heck is going on? Wait, boom. Aaron Donald made two. Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald caused, Donald, both, of the, yeah. caused both of those fumbles. Yeah, That's yeah. why he's uh, – I, I, still, I, still be- I still argue he's the best player in the league. That's just my opinion. But he, Well, he was. I don't, I, you still got to look at it and see. Like he did – Mm-hmm. I think that we did find a weakness in him. Uh, if you wear him down with big linemen, because how small he is uh, compared to other linemen. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely some good yeah. linemen that can contain him. Yeah, a lot, but he's for still sure, a top, but, he's still at least a top five. Top but I mean, he was triple team, quadruple teamed a lot. So. Yeah, I know. That's, that's <laughs> what happens when you don't sign Nam Kinsuba. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, but that was a it's an amazing game. That was. Yeah. So what uh, was your number eight? People might get. I'm sad about this. Uh, Minnesota versus Seattle, 2015. Oh, okay. I just, what is football without elements? What is it? It's nothing. Elements make the sport. Green Bay versus uh, Dallas, coldest game in NFL history. The Ice Bowl. Yep. The Ice Bowl. Third. This is the third coldest game in NFL history. Negative nine degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, negative 25 windshield, and 
The thing that gets me the most about this game is you had Blair Walsh make two 40-yard field goals in this game. Mm. Every field goal he made was on the opposite end of the field. And there seemed like there was a little bit of shadow there. And the other side of the field had a little bit of sunburst in them. Mm. My thing is, I think that side of the field messed him up. I think uh, it was, the hold was terrible. And that The hold was, it was laces it was laces out in front of him and the ball was lean like almost horizontal when he kicked the ball mm-hmm. uh, but also I think he got in, the sun got in his fa- uh, face and probably got into his head as well mm-hmm. uh, just, he just never he, his, all, all he did is lose, lose his technique on everything you can still hit a field goal with laces out it just hurts your foot yeah yep. and he just missed it but also there's incredible moments in this game uh with Russell Wilson, and you just see how spectacular he actually is. And this was, I think, this is one of his games where you're like, he's the real deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you got Doug Baldwin making that one catch right, right out of half with the one hand. And then in the fourth quarter, you had you had Russell Wilson uh, have a snap fly over his head, mm-hmm. picks it up, and just runs around, throws it to uh, Tyler Lockett. And just, he gets out of balance, and you're just like, what? And then Teddy, for how much crap Teddy gets for unknown reasons, mm-hmm. uh, he drove down the field. He put them in position to win the game. That's a chip shot, man. I mean, that it's like, that's like something shot. you could probably go and make. I still remember. But in that situation. Yeah, I still remember in my head, it was fourth and one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel like they should go for this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was like, maybe they should go for this, because Adrian yeah. Peterson was running on him the whole game. Except yeah. for the fumble he had. And I just remember, I was like, maybe I should run this real quick. I feel like they'd get it if they run it. Yeah, yeah. They decided to go with the field. I was like, all right, he should make this. Minnesota's going to win. Yeah. Because I remember where yeah. I was watching this game. I was uh, I was headed back to the college I was at at the time. And I was going to pick up two uh, two friends uh, when I was playing football. And we both, you know, they both lived in Louisville. So I was picking them up. And I was at their house. And. Uh, this game was on TV, and I mean, we were watching this game yeah. before we left, and I just remember I was like, "Did this really?" Happen? I mean, because like you know, we're all cheering, like we kind of want to see Teddy go for it. Everybody you know, loves win this Teddy. game. You know, he yeah. played at Louisville. You kind of want to see that. If you and just if you meet Blair anybody, Walsh, man, dang. if you meet anybody in Kentucky, even Kentucky fans, they like Teddy Bridgewater. He's yeah. just a genuinely good guy. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and just yeah, and I see personally the, for me, even even yeah. though I, I do like Kentucky. Uh, the university, anyways. Um, yeah, I do like to see Louisville guys do well yeah. in the NFL or just in yeah. general because it is nice to see like those People, those guys from like this Lamar, area do well. Yeah, like Lamar, like uh, Teddy when he was before his injury, and just like hometown people uh, watching uh, Keelan Cole as well doing yeah. well. It's uh, when you want when you get that hometown person, and I, I know a lot more. I, I know people from. Other parts of the country that are smaller, like uh, Josh Allen, and played in Wyoming. Uh, Kurt, Kurt Warner playing in uh, Iowa. You get those small hometown people. Uh, maybe they didn't live there, but they went to college there. Mm-hmm. And you just get that whole other fan base there. So people in Wyoming who probably weren't as big in the football before Josh Allen got there, maybe become big in the football, and they become Buffalo Bills fans. And you just get that. And NFL is just expanding. I just think it shows how NFL really does expand and we don't think about it that much. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, just the going back to the game, amazing game, and just, I love element games. Mm-hmm. And the snow game, you had the Bills and Indianapolis Coast, that was fun. Oakland versus New England, uh, Tuck Rule game. Element games are fun, and yeah. this was probably the most fun element game uh, last decade. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, I'll move on to my number seven. Uh, best game of the past decade, and it is that game you mentioned earlier. Uh, that 49ers versus Saints um, divisional round playoff game back in 2012, mm-hmm. uh, where the 49ers were able to win 36 to 32. And, you know, I'll touch on it briefly because I know you talked about it in, in quite a bit of detail. Yeah. But uh, it, it, was the, it was the back and forth nature. It was the, yeah, the 49ers had a big lead early, but I mean, the Saints were able to charge back. And that second half, especially late in that game, the last few minutes of that game, were just the epitome of football. Where anything can happen, anyone can make a big play, a big play can happen at any moment, and they were just happening left and right, and they were just going back and forth. And I just remember sitting there watching with you, like I said, and me and you were like, what is going on? Like, we were just like looking, it was just like our heads were going back and forth, seeing all these touchdowns happen, like a snap of a finger. And yeah, it was just an incredible game to watch, and... Like you said, I remember the Alex Smith, you know, the the run down, the tips hole down the sideline. Yeah, I was, was like, like, what is going on? Like, I didn't know he could run like that. I still remember I missed that play, too. I remember, I, I, I think I went to go get something to eat in the mm-hmm. kitchen. Turn my back for one second. Like, one touchdown. Yeah, I remember the Jimmy I remember the Jimmy Graham where he yeah. caught it and bounced off a couple guys, sprinted for a touchdown. And then obviously the great drive from Alex Smith in that offense. A couple nice big plays to Vernon Davis. And then they were able to make, like you said, the catch part three. Where Vernon Davis just catches it. I mean, gets nailed on the goal line. Are we going to get part four? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, in the playoffs, anything can happen. I mean, we almost. I mean, we got a. We technically got a same type of catch from the Seahawks in the regular season. You have to look at it though. We'll see. Uh, Dwight Clark, one of their better receiving threats. You have Joe Montana, their quarterback of that era. Yeah, Steve Young, Steve Young, and Terrell Owens, Hall of Fame wide receiver. Steve Young, the quarterback of that era. You had Alex Smith, quarterback of that era, with their best playmaker. Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis. And I, I, I've left the white Clark out of there because he definitely was the best player. It was Jerry Rice yeah. at the time. Uh, and then you had – and then you now you have Jimmy Garoppolo and you got George Kittle. We'll see. We'll yeah. See. <laughs> yeah. It's a possibility we got – If there's another it. thing like that in San Francisco, like, ah, man. I don't know. <laughs> and, and it's yeah, it's in, it's in Candlestick. Uh, no, no, no. It's, uh, it's Levi Stadium. Levi Stadium. It's in San Francisco, though. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. They changed, all, they changed the stadium. All three yeah. of them have taken place in San Francisco. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> all right, so my number seven, shootout on Monday Night Football. Okay. Rams in Kansas City. Okay. Yeah, I, even though I, I think do, you were going to have this one uh, this high. I know, because every time I talk to you about it, I always, always, you always think I'd trash that for like, but mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the game. <clears throat> it's more... What other people say, like, you have the people on ESPN, the people on Fox, they're like, this is the best game I've ever seen because it's 50 versus, it's 50 and 50. I'm like, chill. In the grammar scheme of things, this game was that important, and that's why it's so low on my list. Uh, I'm just get the negatives out of the way first. Rams, with, with, the, with the win, they were still the two seed. Mm-hmm. Kansas City, with the loss, they were still the one seed. But besides that... So the importance of the game wasn't as big. It wasn't as big, yeah. So that's a little bit down. But my... Like, it was just... You've seen, you've seen how special Pat Mahomes was in this game. Mm-hmm. But you also seen the Brett Favre in him in the last portions of the game. You're just... Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Especially, 
especially uh, like the they have like a minute twenty something left with three timeouts. You're like, this is it. Go down the football field, make it score. And I wanted to see it beat him. I wanted to see fifty eight to fifty four. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to see it. Oh man, and I was. It just uh, just the way it ended, man. It was mm. like, oh man, it's just a felt like a Debbie Downer there. But uh, yeah, yeah, because you got this great game yeah. and. You were like, like, I want this great ending, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, and also, it was just a bad throw by Pat Mahomes. Like, we had defenses making plays out. Uh, Samson and Kubon, mm. two touchdowns, for, uh, two recoveries for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald, two, two forced fumbles. They, they led to those touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. you just have the, the one turnover that wasn't really, that was just the bad offensive play was Pat Mahomes just chucking it up in the double coverage. Uh, while getting his foot stepped on, mm-hmm. or while getting hit, and you're just like, ah, oh, man. But what that was an amazing game, and it would go down in history as probably the best regular season game of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, or it, it, it would definitely be at One least of. in the top twenty of all time games because people will play it up there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was yeah. just uh, just the nature of the back and forth, the the explosiveness, the great defensive plays. Um, I mean, without some of those defensive scores, it doesn't reach to the to the amount of scoring that it did. Yeah. So uh, it, just, I mean, it, just, it was a great all-around game for sure. Yeah, it was. Uh, so I'll move on to my number six, and this might be shocking to some people, and maybe it's not. But number six is the Patriots versus the Falcons, Super Bowl Fifty One. What? No, I was close. It was close to my list. It's close. Yeah, it was close, man. Um. Did it not make your list? No, it made my oh, okay, list, okay. but like you're like a couple ones off of it. Stop, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I, it was the Patriots versus the Falcons, Super Bowl 51. Obviously, the infamous 28 to 3 on the scoreboard, the, all the memes that came out from it. Uh, that might have been the the biggest one of it all for just for fans. Was and the also, memes. you had like the weird thing going on <laughs> where you had 3 1 stuff happening, where you had. Because uh, 20, 28. Uh, what was it 28 divided by uh, nine? That was the game entering in the fourth quarter. Is like 3.1. Yeah, yeah. And like consecutively. And, and, like and then you had, you had, you had the yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Cubs. I think that year as well. 20. Yeah, 2000 or 2016. Yeah. Yeah, three. That they came back. before that was the comeback from, from the, the Lakers and the, or not from Lakers, the Cavs. Yeah. To the, uh, to the Warriors. And yeah. then the Warriors doing it to the Thunder. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah just. All everything. I think that's what boosted everything else. Is all, like all three major sports were like three yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you you had all these uh, just the just the name to me. Was this a great game overall? No. But it to me it's it's the atmosphere. It's, it's the, the moment. It's the importance of it. And to and look, I know people are tired of Tom Brady. I I know people don't always want to talk about him. I get all that. But what he was able to do, what that team was able to do, and yes, it took some bad coaching from the Falcons. It took some very conservative play calls from the Falcons. No, it took some opinion, stupid play calls from the Falcons. Well, yeah, it was more aggressive so, than conservative. They were um, throwing the football. I mean, that that's true, too. Yeah, if they would have got a couple first downs or just ran the ball a little bit more here and there, they would have had a Super Bowl victory. I mean, they could have blown them out. And, and watching that game, I remember like, you know, we're all sitting there, and, and you know, just by the nature of it, we're kind of rooting for the Falcons. You want to, you want to see the Falcons win, right? It's Julio, Devontae Freeman, Matt Ryan. Like, let's see these guys win. Brady and them already have a hundred Super Bowls, right? And just what they were able to do, coming back in the game, fighting back, and and just the testament to 
the gamer that Tom Brady is, the, the type of coach that Bill Belichick is, um, was just one of the most impressive games to sit back and watch. Obviously, Tom Brady and the Patriots finally got their catch with Edelman. I mean, I remember sitting there watching, and we're all like, man, that was incomplete. And then when they showed that replay, we're all sitting there like, oh, no, well, never mind. He kind of caught <laughs> yeah. that. Um, yeah. And then just they had to go for two twice, converted twice, and then obviously going into overtime, they just drive down the field. You know, they uh, they have that toss outside, and then uh, James White scores a touchdown. Uh, it was just uh, it was just an example of why football is so special, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Why you why the game is never over until you see the clock hit zero in the fourth quarter, and there's not a tie. Mm-hmm. Like that's why football is so special to me. And I know it's the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. I know it was Tom Brady winning his what fifth Super Bowl at the or. Fifth, yeah. Fifth at the Super Bowl at the time. Um, but it, mm-hmm. it is one of the best games I was able to enjoy and watch uh, this past decade. Yeah, yeah. My number six is one that you already talked about. Indianapolis versus Kansas City. Uh, 2014 wild card. Okay. Second base comeback in NFL history. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, man. I Just, I remember... Watching this game, and we were just like, Jamal Charles gets injured in the first quarter, and you're just like, oh, Coastside, Coast have a chance. Mm-hmm. And then they get down, and you're just like, what's happening here? Yeah. And then it's 31, yeah. it's 31 yeah. 10 entering half, and the first drive, I remember this. The first drive, Peyton Manning, or Peyton Manning, Angel goes, hey, we'll slow an interception. And then uh, all of a sudden, this all this stuff started happening. Uh, they get down by 14. Angel throws another interception, and you're just like, "What's happening?" <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, yeah, and then the start of the fourth quarter, Colts drive, and then you get the, then you get the Andrew Luck Superman, yep, uh, touchdown. You're just like, "What just happened here?" Yeah. And then, it makes it, watching back that it, it watching takes, that game back, it made me miss Andrew Luck this year. Yeah, sure. it it took uh, what's his name, Satelli. Samson, oh, Samson, Samson Satelli. Yeah, she was bad. Uh, it took him awful blocking, that. spinning around in circles. Because if he doesn't spin around in circles, that ball don't bounce off his helmet like that. Yeah, he's like, what was going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then Andrew Luck gets the ball, and then... Literally, gets, Andrew Luck like, willed, that, willed that win by himself with T.Y. Hilton. Oh, man. And then yeah. I, I felt so bad for Chiefs fans, because that's where they were still in their losing streak. Mm-hmm. And then you had Dwayne Bowe, all-pro receiver. Was he all-pro or just pro Bowl? I think it was a pro Bowl. Just pro Bowl. A uh, couple-time pro Bowl receiver. Just can't get his feet in bounds. It was mm-hmm. weird. You were just like, he should have his feet in bounds there. Great throw by Alex Smith, and you're yeah. just like, dang. And obviously that big play yeah. from uh, Robert Mathis from strip sack. Oh yeah, that strip sack. Alex Smith. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was such a big play there. And then the thing, they were just juggling the football, and you're just like, why can't you get the football? Yeah. And then cover at the last second, they get the ball, and they uh, the dude rolls out of bounds. Was it Dream Francois that did it? My been, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. He was bad too. <laughs> that Colts team had a bad team, just Andrew Luck and T. Y. Hilton. Yeah. Uh and then what was it? Uh the Andy Reid mismanagement of timeouts. Yeah. He called a timeout at the two minute warning for some reason on fourth and five. They still get the ball back. Because I know Pep Hamilton. And you know Pep Hamilton. Every Indianapolis Colts fan knows who Pep Hamilton is. He's going to run the football three times, and they're probably going to get stopped because the offensive line was awful then. Mm-hmm. And then Chiefs will probably get the ball back with 30 seconds and could have made something happen. 
Mm-hmm. But Andy Reid mismanaging the clock once again, it was his detriment to the, to that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was. I think that was the most the thing coming out from me was like Andy Reid again messing stuff up. Yeah, the time is yeah. So let's do number five. All right, that's interesting. Number six. So my number five is. And I know, actually, you mentioned it before, and I was like, oh, man, why are you talking crap about this game? My number five is the Broncos versus the Patriots AFC Championship game uh, from the 2015-16 season. I, I, I wasn't talking <laughs> crap about that. <laughs> I, I, it was, <laughs> You're like, man, this game was just not that it, good. Well, it was the... Because uh, I didn't watch the whole game okay. for me. Uh, I watched the ending. And, I, and the same thing with that Pittsburgh game, because that Pittsburgh game was... A fun ending too. The week before this, uh, the sad thing is Tony Brown doesn't get injured. This game doesn't happen mm. uh, with the Vontez Burfick situation. Uh, yeah. That was in that cell. That was a fun game as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so yeah, like a lot of stuff happened in 2016. You had the uh, Minnesota game, and then you go up and they had Super Bowl, which I still believe was a really good Super Bowl. Uh, Carolina yeah, versus Super Bowl, yeah. Carolina Super versus Bowl. Denver, yeah. But yeah, I just. The ending made the game more for me than the actual game itself for this mm-hmm. game. Okay. But yeah. it was the last time Peyton Manning and Brady, though. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for me it was, you know, Denver obviously won the game. This was uh, Peyton Manning's last hurrah, you know, ended it with the Super Bowl, uh, as John Elway was able to do with the Broncos mm-hmm. um, at the end of his career. Um, but for me, this game, uh, for a couple reasons. One, it was the last time we saw Manning versus Brady. I mean, that defined my childhood. Manning versus Brady. Yeah. And I was a Colts fan. I'm a diehard Colts fan still. And the duel between those two, the the overcoming when Manning finally beat Brady, 38-34 in 2006, the 2006-7 uh, uh, season and going on to win the Super Bowl that year. And to me it was just – it was just an awesome kind of just moment to kind of realize, like, man, like I grew up with this rivalry. Like, it, we did, you know, and a lot of people, obviously, that I'm friends with and whatnot, we grew up in this rivalry, mm-hmm. um, watching these two play, watching two of the greatest, arguably the two greatest, whichever way you want to slice it, the two greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game of football. Um, they both redefine the way the quarterback position is played from all different aspects and angles. Um, and to me, it was that significance of that game, obviously going to the Super Bowl, um, you obviously saw the domination of Von Miller getting getting that huge sack. Um, and then, you know, Tom Brady, look, Tom Brady and the Patriots drove down the field and had a chance to win. Yeah, Score, no. two-point conversion to win the game. Er, to bad, to tie the game. Oh, yeah, fourth down, fourth and long. Gronk freaking going up there and catching it, showing how dominant he was. I mean, Gosh, um, it, to me, it was just a great football game. Yeah. Like 20 to 18. Von Miller pick six. Too, the Von, yeah, yeah, the Von remember, Miller pick six. Yeah. Von Miller. I mean, you have to talk about it. How dominant he was in those playoffs. Yes. And how important he was to them winning that Super Bowl. He, I think he probably had so, a top five, top three run of all time in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. I, I really do think so too. Yeah. I mean, just the way he played, what he meant to that team, and to see him in this game uh, display that was also big for me. Yeah. Um, and so this was just an enjoy. I just enjoyed this game a lot, just as a football fan. Um, from the offensive side, from defensively, it was just it was just a great game yeah. to watch. Yeah. So. Make, making it think of like the remembering the Peyton Manning and Brady rivalry. That's it. Like I grew up with that too, and it's it's just uh, first time I ever watched the uh, Peyton Manning Brady rivalry was the 
uh, terrible, terrible AFC championship where he threw like five interceptions. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, and then seeing both of them just progress through their careers, and then Peyton Manning last season do that, just it's amazing. Mm. The uh, just a fun game to watch. Yeah. Uh, my number five though has Brady in it. Okay. You want to guess what Super Bowl? Seahawks. No, just the Falcons. Oh, you were, you were one okay. off of it. Yeah, well, yeah I should have guessed that you told me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, the Pacers versus the Falcons, Super Bowl 51, going into the new half, the last half of the century of the Super Bowl. Of the decade? No, the century. You know, like Super Bowl 51. You're going oh, yeah, I got that. you, I got you, I got you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you confused me for a second. And it's funny because it ends up being the only, only Super Bowl to ever go in the overshot. Yep. And it starts off the last half of the century with it. Yeah. Or a Super Bowl. The second half of uh, yeah. the century. And it was so heartbreaking. I feel like Infinity War. Where you're like, yes, they're going to win. The Falcons are going to beat the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And then the Patriots won. That's what it felt like. It felt like Infinity War. Where it just like takes you. they just like, what? Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. Uh <laughs> But I, I think the funniest thing to come out of this is Mark Wahlberg oh, going yeah. home because he was upset and blaming on his kid was sick. He's like, yeah, my, my kid was just sick, man, so I just took him home. Yeah. Yeah, right, Mark. You stay for, like, every single game ever. Yeah. You wouldn't leave if it were they were winning. But you would have told him to suck it up. I, th- I think the moment that changed the game around was Tom Brady diving and missing Robert Alford. Alfred, uh, Alfred, I say his name. On that pick six. Like, literally after that play, newspapers were already, like, getting yeah. ready and and printing headlines uh, with Brady sitting there looking at the ground. I mean, like, it was done. It was, everybody, it was, it was done. Like the, the Patriots dynasty is over. It honestly, it wasn't even dynasty at that point. It was just the, they won the Super Bowl. Like, dynasty, well, the, the, the long-running dynasty of what the run, Patriots yeah. are, yeah. yeah it's, it's, I always look at it, it's the same. Like, that's a like true the dynasty the Spurs had a dynasty because they won, like, four and seven or something. Patriots won three. They didn't win one for, like, so long, but they had a second dynasty. That's mm-hmm. uh, always kind of like that as a second dynasty. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is the end of like the Brady era. That's what I was thinking after the, after that pick six, and then uh, we started coming back. I still like to start off the game though. You had Devonta Freeman hit that huge run for seventy yards or something, and we're like, oh, we're off and running the Super Bowl. It's gonna be a high scoring Super Bowl. It was, but it just like you said. The game itself wasn't a great game, but the importance of it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the most important Super Bowl in NFL history, but it's it's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's for the, what it meant in Brady winning his fifth and tying Joe Montana, and also him coming back from suspended four games in that season as well, mm-hmm. and coming in and winning that Super Bowl. Took some awful play calling. Some stupid decisions by Kyle Shanahan and Dan Quinn, but they got it done, and you just have to respect them for it. Because yeah. coming back from twenty-five nothing, or 20, basically a twenty-five, uh, what's it called? When you give yep. somebody points before like a game starts? Oh, uh, honestly, I don't know. Oh my God, I don't know. Like, I'm blanking on it. Oh, well, they gave them like a twenty-five advantage going into halftime, or. At the start of the half, after Falcons go down and score on their first possession, gave him a 25 advantage or 25 point advantage, and 
No, and it comes back and wins the game. Yeah. And it literally ended the Falcons as we know it so far. Yeah. Until, uh, unless they can make a comeback next year. But they have not been the that same Falcons since. Yeah. And obviously, Julio, Julio Jones balled in that game. And yeah. He had one of the best catches that honestly will always be forgotten mm-hmm. just because of they lost. But that catch mm-hmm. on the sideline uh, mm-hmm. was one of the most spectacular things I've so ever seen. So, well, another catch that's probably on both our list. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, my number four is the Giants versus the Patriots, Super Bowl 46. And uh, this game, it was a great game. Um, you know, seeing the Giants, this is this is the Giants versus the Patriots part two. This is, at this point in time, this was, is Tom Brady actually legit? He, I mean, he won three Super Bowls, but did he do it off of his coach and his defense? And, you know, he really isn't, I mean, like, he hasn't won a Super Bowl since 2005. And, I mean, th- there are all these storylines going in. And can the Giants actually defeat the Patriots again? Can Tom Coughlin and Elon Manning actually do this again? Right? Yeah. They don't have Michael Strahan this time. They don't have Plexico Burris this time. There's all these storylines going into this game. And the Patriots actually go up. And, I mean, again, this is a great defensive struggle, a great defensive battle. And to me, it was every play mattered. Every moment mattered. And uh, for the Giants to go down 17-9 at one point, for them to come back um, and for them to get in a position to win, then obviously that, you know, getting down 17-15, to 15, that amazing throw and catch, Eli Manning to Mario Manning here, putting it right on the money, one of the greatest plays in NFL history, uh, one of the greatest throws and catches ever. Mm. And obviously him driving down the football field. And then just I remember watching, sitting there, and I'm like, don't don't go in the end zone. Don't score. Like, just, hey, you're right there. Like, if your field goal kicker can't make it straight on, don't deserve to win the game. And then, obviously, Ahmad Bradshaw grabs it, goes to the one-yard line, tries to stop himself, but he, he doesn't want to, and so he kind of spins and sits into the end zone. And everybody's like, oh, like, all right, like, Giants are up. But, like, everybody is worried. Like, oh, Brady's got this. He's got he's got a timeout or whatever it was. He's got a, he got a little over a minute. Starts driving down the field, driving down the field, gets to what the forty-ish yard line, and just heaves it up. Yeah, gets tipped up, and we're like, oh, and Gronk dives and just a yard or two right outside of his reach yeah, I, and I, misses. I and hate the excuse. They're like, oh, if he had a better ankle, the ball hit the ground before he even dove. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. just <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was just was a close. great. This was a great game, and just. Uh, like I said, it was the defensive nature. It was the every play mattered. Every offensive play, every yard was earned. Every yard mattered in this game. And uh, to me, it was just you obviously had the big drop from Wes Welker that effectively ended his his tenure in New England. Uh, he went on to yeah. play for uh, the Broncos soon after that. And, I mean, it was just, it, to me, it, it wasn't as it wasn't as great as the first one. But it was literally like, if I had to choose to be 1A, 1B, I mean, they were that close of games and how great they were. Yeah. And uh, I really loved this game. It was, a, it was a great way for me to kick off. I was in high school. It was the first Super Bowl, you know, going into that stage of my life. And uh, it was just a fun one. Yeah, it was a middle school. It was the first year of middle school for me. That's, so oh. That's how old, young I was mm-hmm. back then. Uh, Still young, bro. Yeah, no. Only <laughs> 20. Uh, Jacksonville at... Pitt, yeah, at Pitt is my number four. Mm. Divisional round 2018. Okay. Just the fun nature of this game. 
for me. Uh, yes, in the grander scheme of things, it didn't really matter. The New England and Atlanta one probably more important. But just for my enjoyment of this, just this game was fun. You had Leonard Fournette showing his potential in this game. You had Blake Boros throwing ducks the whole game and actually getting good passes off while throwing ducks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's fun seeing uh, Keelan Cole, kid from Louisville. Uh, you played with him at college. Mm, for one year, yeah. Yeah, for one year. Ball out. Had that huge, uh, was it 50-yard gain in the fourth quarter? Put mm-hmm. them on the, put them goal yeah, to goal. Yeah, yeah, That was a huge play. Yeah. Uh, and awesome, man. Just watching, we were like, is this Ben's last year? Because he was just balling. Mm-hmm. He had the little fake, uh, fake, yeah, lateral, fake lateral. And then he actually, lat- yeah. he actually lateral, lateral it. Um, yeah. That's weird to say. But he threw, he threw it the left bell. And Le'Veon just made a great play. Uh, just just seeing, like, all these all-pro players, because even though the score was high, mm-hmm. you still had all these, like, Jacksonville's defense played outstanding. Mm-hmm. It was just amazing throws by Ben Roethlisberger, amazing catches by Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. Uh, and just watching... Everybody's potential at its highest mm-hmm. through the majority of that game was amazing. Watching Miles Jack make that incredible interception uh, in the first quarter where he just tiptoed on the sideline. Uh, watching and just this whole game was like it was insane. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacksonville wasn't supposed to win it, even though they destroyed him in the regular season in Pitt. Yeah. They weren't supposed to win it. And they came out and. Get, uh, ran with that momentum that they had. Mm-hmm. They did, and it's still it's still one of the games I go back and rewatch the highlights of mm-hmm. uh, afterwards. I've watched it a bunch of times, and it's just a fun game. It's yeah, just fun. It's a fun game in nature because yeah, it's yeah. teams that you don't expect to be in that that time. Uh, Steelers, they made the AFC Championship the year before, but they were just like, where where are they going to go here in the next couple of years? And yeah, Jacksonville, just a random point in time. It's like the Falcons in, in the early 90s before they got Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. How did they make it to a Super Bowl? Yeah. It's just one of those, it was one of those, like, we'll look back and be like, how did Jacksonville make it to an AFC championship? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, because you look at it and you're like, they weren't that good of a team, right? Like, offensively, like, Blake Bortles was is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was a great game. Obviously, Big Ben might have been the best part of that game. Just yeah. the way he played and, like, to me, that Big Ben showed people like I, I'm still a Hall of Fame. I'm a Hall of Fame quarterback. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be a first ballot guy. I mean, dropping dimes, absolute dimes to Brown and company, and just yeah. I mean, it was amazing. The thing that lost in the game, which is crazy to say, is an onside kick. Their uh, initial onside kick uh, when they were down was it forty? It was forty-two uh, thirty-five uh, before the field goal put uh, Jacksonville up by ten when they get the meaningless touchdown with Juju. It the the onside kick was so bad by Chris Boswell that uh, it hit the dude like five yards into the kick. It hit uh, their front their front uh, runner into the like the dude that's supposed to smash into the player before yeah. the dude catches it. It hit him before he could even get five yards, mm-hmm. uh, and which honestly set up because Jackson didn't gain a yard. Mm-hmm. They went three and out, didn't get a yard. Yeah, and but they were able to kick a field goal because of the penalty yards. Mm-hmm. If they don't get a penalty on that, Jacksonville punts, 
And we're maybe looking at an overtime game in this game. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. But just Chris Boswell, Chris Boswell being Chris Boswell. Yeah. Um, so we'll move on into our top three. And I, honestly, that's a, that's a pretty good uh, that's a pretty good one there. I didn't even – honestly, like as I was going through this list, that game didn't really register in my mind until we talked about it. Um, what was it, yesterday or something? And uh, I was like, oh, well, that was, that's a good game, but I kind of haven't really even yeah. considered that. So I'll move on to my to my number three. And uh, this is, you know, kind of for personal reasons, but it is the Arizona Cardinals versus the Green Bay Packers 2016 divisional round playoff game. Oh, and, uh, man, this this was just an incredible game to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember sitting in there, like, uh, I, w- I was at Kentucky Wesleyan at the time, and I remember sitting there, and we had this little, like, lounge area um, in, our, in our dorm, and it was, like, pretty much all the football players, like, in that little, in that dorm were kind of, it was probably, like, 10 of us were watching this game, and we put in, we watched it pretty much from start to finish, and uh, it was just an amazing game, man. and obviously, like, for me, it was just the excitement, like, we're all watching it, and then you see Aaron Rodgers and company come back, and... Aaron Rodgers makes two Hail Marys back-to-back. The Jeff I mean, Janis, man. Th- yes, to the same player, too. Yeah, Jeff Janis. Just incredible. And I remember, like, cheering, and, and like, we're like, oh, my gosh. Aaron, if anybody can do this Hail Mary right now, it's Aaron Rodgers. He just did it. And we're all like, okay, let's see what happens. Launches it downfield. Boom. Another one. And we're, I mean, everybody loses it. We're all like, is this actually happening? Mm-hmm. They go into overtime, obviously. And then, you know, Kurt, uh Kirk Cousins, uh, Carson Palmer does what he does. Yeah, uh, like you said, it's like he was just spamming, spinning, <laughs> mad, and like yeah, he, he like spinning. bumps out and spins and, and he just launches it blindly over to uh, Larry Fitzgerald across the field. Yeah, across his body, across the field. Larry Fitzgerald makes yeah. an amazing play down the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clay Matthews, I remember just him just sprinting, almost catching him. Um, then obviously the the nice play call uh, from Bruce Arians up in there, that little uh, pitch play right to Larry. They score. And in the game, but it was just an exciting game for me. It was just one of the most, one of the more fun times I had watching a football game in the past ten years, easily. Mm-hmm. Um, just the environment that I was in watching it, the nature of the game, Rogers doing what Rogers does. I always yeah. love watching him be a gunslinger. Like it just to me, it reminds me of Brett Favre, and that's what Pat Mahomes reminded me of is these two, yeah. uh, is Rogers and Favre, and uh, just growing up being young, watching Favre do some of the things he was able to do. But being older and being able to watch a guy like Rodgers, like that's kind of my era and your era uh, of a gunslinger. Yeah. Um, except he's a little, obviously he doesn't throw as many interceptions, but the way he can throw the football down the field and, and just hit targets and just keep those games alive. That to me, that's what was fun was was seeing how great he is, um, regardless of what you think of him outside of the field. Yeah, so. uh, I still remember you saying. How excited you were! I still remember me, me and uh, our dad were. We were watching the game, and both of us, I get, I get being a dad's, uh, being a dad's, being a Bears friend for my dad. Mm-hmm. We're watching the Packers, though. We're like, all right, we, all right. So, hey, Arizona was winning. We're up to get hyped. He, 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 first up more than twenty. And we were just, all right, all right. Still got, still got to get a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then we're like. <laughs> we were just like, come on, man. Like, really, how does this happen again? <laughs> it was the same year he threw the Detroit one, too. Yeah, it's day, that, yeah. It still annoys me that me and him had the same birthday. <laughs> and then he throws it, like, the day after our birthday. Yeah. And against the against Detroit. And he, this is where his legend came from. Mm-hmm. The Hail Mary, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I think it was this game. Yeah. It was. Uh, but my number three 
is uh, which is a lot of people's number ones, Seattle versus New England. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming it's probably your number two because you're probably speaking it with me. It's my number two. Yeah, all right, so you want to take a break real quick? Since we're yeah, so we so yeah, we'll yeah. take a break real quick. Yeah, uh, we're about at that hour mark, and then we'll be back in just a second. Yeah. All right, and we are back to finish up our top ten games of the decade, and we left off Wyatt at yeah. number three. Yeah, which said before break, but Seattle, uh, New England Super Bowl forty nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have as your number two. So. It's my number two. So we'll kind of talk about but this the, together. Yeah, but. Um, so, yeah, this is my number two game of the past decade. And uh, it was just an incredible game for me. It was yeah. my senior year of high school. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll kind of let you take the reins on it since it's your number three. Yeah, well, it's I – still, I just remember, like, it's the, it's the, high, it's the highest rated or the, high, still highest, the highest viewed – uh, television event in history, right? Yeah, it's just crazy. Uh, this is the most important. Or at game. least I know it's at least the highest um, viewed uh, Super Bowl or football game of all time, easily for yeah, sure. So yeah. I think it might be TV. Yeah, and th- well, this is like this is the most important game in NFL history, and this is this is my opinion yeah. only. It's the most important because you had the nation, you had the global, like just global as well, watching mm. this game. Uh, yeah, a team trying to begin a dynasty with Seattle yep. versus the old dynasty in New England, mm-hmm. and that's why it was up here. And you and you had also on the line of Brady. Brady just lost two Super Bowls in a mm-hmm. row, and like I was mentioned earlier with the Giants on that second time was he did lose that Super Bowl, and now everybody was questioning ah, Brady's. Is he that great? Like, yeah, he's got three Super Bowls. That's cool, but. Is he that great? Like, is he? Yeah. And you had all these questions. I mean, like you said, I mean, it, they were this might have been the most. It was the, I think, the first ever 10-point comeback in. This oh, might have been the it. most butterfly effect game ever in, in NFL history. I mean, most important butterfly effect, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Um, uh, I think it was the first fourth quarter double-digit comeback in Super Bowl history. Yeah. I think that's what it was. And, yeah, I mean, like, Tom Brady, I if he loses this, Tom Brady goes, Three straight Super Bowl losses, which obviously, look, he went to six, but three probably, straight losses, that, that kills his legacy. Because then you're like, well, look, you won it with a great coach coming on. You won it with a great defense, but when you when it was your time, you couldn't do it. And maybe he falters even more against the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, maybe they or, don't even make it. Maybe like maybe this kills the dynasty. Maybe they restart. Maybe they reboot. Maybe Brady leaves earlier. Who knows? And Sia doesn't sell all their players in a couple years after yeah. this. And Garoppolo was there. I mean, they were really high on Garoppolo. Maybe they go with Garoppolo next and say, see you, Tom. Maybe, like I said, maybe Tom goes somewhere else. I mean, this game could have – so many things could have happened off this. And, and yet the decision we got at the end, it's, it, it is – I know what they were trying to do. I understand the concept. But this is they this had is why, time. Yeah. They were on the one. And, you have Marshawn Lynch. And they had a timeout. Yeah. Yeah, and <sighs> that, that's why it's number three is yes, amazing play by Malcolm Butler. Mm. But the stupidity of not running the football, it's always gonna not put this as like one of the like is not gonna put this at the top for me. Mm-hmm. It's just stupidity. The easiest call you had to make. In no. your career, get the ball to Marshawn Lynch twi- or it's, three times. It's easy. Yes, hundred percent easy. 
Because <laughs> he just he just got a five yard gain by carrying somebody on his back. Yep. And oh man, but <laughs> the other points of the game though were just it was off the charts. You had Chris Matthews. Isn't it Chris Matthews? Yeah, yeah. Of all people, just go off for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was at a Foot Locker before the season, or like during the season, they had mm-hmm. they signed him because of injuries, and then he ended up playing and having a great Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, and then you had Javon Curse's tip catch, Malcolm Butler tipping it up, mm-hmm. just happened to land on Javon Curse, very right? mm-hmm. reminiscent of the Green Bay and Vikings. Uh, Monday night game, uh, where the ball just stood on Antonio Freeman's back. Yeah, yeah, and he and, tipped it and caught it. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, man, it's just... And then the thing was, though, they still had a chance to get a safety. And then Michael Bennett gets pushed mm-hmm. past the line of scrimmage, and he had the big brawl, and you're just like, gosh. Yep. Yeah, it was like, who's going to be... The, is the Seattle going to be the next villain? Because nobody liked Richard Sherman. Like, At that time, of, yeah. Yeah, because of his thing against Crabtree. Yeah. Instead, everybody was like, this guy's arrogant. Because everybody He's... thought it was towards Aaron Andrews for some reason, which it was not, it was yeah. nowhere towards Aaron Andrews. And I think that's why a lot of that stigmatism got <laughs> yeah. where he got that. That hate. interview. <laughs> Who was he? Crabtree! <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, yeah. He just, I, didn't, I remember watching the, I was watching the highlights mm-hmm. a couple times, and he was, he was trash talking uh, Darrell Rivas in this game. Which was crazy. Uh, oh, and because, you have that infamous shot when that when uh, when Malcolm Butler picks it off, and he's just like, and yeah. and you're like, <laughs> and face. he's like, oh, like I mean, just go. I mean, I know most people who listen to this podcast have probably seen that face hundreds <laughs> of times, but I mean, that was like one of the like the shots of the decade was like his face, and it was like that like that summarized what happened to I this s- team. I still think what's funnier is Pete Pete Carroll's noise. <laughs> Whatever noise he made, yeah. When yeah, he, yeah. he was, because he, it, he but then every, Russell comes off the field and he's like, "Oh man, shucks, shucks." We'll get him next time. Yeah, it's like Russell. You, you just lost the Super Bowl, bro. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was. And again, look, stories for the Patriots. I mean, even Tom Brady talked about it. He go, he's sitting there and he sees that catch, this ridiculous yeah. catch out of nowhere, and he's like, "Is this really about to happen again? Like, is is this gonna happen?" It's crazy. And then, and then obviously. You know, David Tyree makes an amazing catch. He was having a terrible week of practice. And who makes a play for the Patriots in this game? Malcolm Butler, who on that play, they practiced it all week long, kept getting beat, wasn't making the play, couldn't do it. When game time came, the guy that was an undrafted free uh, undrafted free agent uh, was screwing up all week in practice, makes a big play. I mean, some of the things that were happening against the Patriots in the last couple of Super Bowls came back to actually help them or didn't really hurt them. Um, and it was an amazing comeback by Brady. It was an amazing game. And it was, I mean, just like you said, I mean, just what happened off of this game? I mean, Brady's legacy, he mm-hmm. got to four. He's a four-time Super Bowl it, champ. it up to the game as well. Mm-hmm. It was it was bonkers. Yeah. You had Marshawn Lynch not talking to the media. And then, I'm just here so I won't get fined. Yeah, that stuff. It was just, gosh, man. And then obviously legacy stuff. Russell Wilson can have two Super Bowls. Yeah. Is Richard Sherman gone from Seattle? Probably not. Well, that de- that defense Seattle. stays intact. Uh, nobody gets disgruntled because, you know, obviously they all blame Russell Wilson and he's trash and he's not that good and Pete Carroll's a terrible coach. And a lot of these guys obviously end up leaving Michael Bennett and 
Chancellor is gone, obviously retired. Well, Earl Thomas was not happy pretty much the rest of the time. Yeah. Hence him going to the Ravens. Uh, Richard Sherman went to the 49ers specifically so he could play the Seahawks and beat them. I mean, like, it splintered so much of this team. And like I was telling you before we started this, like, to see where the NFL has come, like, in five years since then until now is absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, that was five seasons ago. Yeah. And that team and the way the league is and the way things are going and the players that we have that are at the top mm-hmm. is drastically different than who we thought was going to be this, who we thought was going to be that. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I think Russell Wilson has proven to be one of the best in the league versus at that time, still, people were a lot of people said that he wasn't that good or that he was just a product of a great team. I'm just happy Darrell Riggs got a Super Bowl. So, yeah. That's what I was happy about. It was cool to see him work his butt off for the Lonely Jets forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then gets signed by New England. Everybody's like, oh, he's he washed up. He went to Tampa, up. remember? Yeah, went yeah. To Tampa. And he was, and he's washed up and all this. And then he comes in, has a phenomenal season. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Rich Sherman trash talking him, and then that stuff happens. Yeah. Yep. So we'll move. I'll, I'll move on to number my number yeah. two. Uh, you probably know what it is. New England. Hair long hair for some reason. All right. So New England at all right at the Giants. New England versus the Giants. Super Bowl forty six. Okay. Uh, the the part two, the Elon versus Brady. Uh, this this game was just phenomenal for me. Uh. You, of course, he had the most bonkers starts to the Super Bowl. Just Tom Brady throwing it to wherever he was throwing it. Uh, it's an intentional grounding. Yeah. Safety. <laughs> I'm still surprised you don't remember that. I yeah, I didn't. When I, when I was refreshing myself, I was like, this happened? What? Yeah. And then uh, on that ensuing drive, uh, just uncharacteristic stuff that you probably don't see from Bill. You haven't seen from Bill Belichick and Tom Brady since then. Mm-hmm. Third, uh, Third and four. Uh, 12 men on the field, automatic first down mm-hmm. uh, for the Giants, which led to an, a beautiful pass. People forget how good Eli was mm-hmm. in his prime. A beautiful pass to Eli Manning to Victor Cruz, and then we got the Super Bowl salsa. Yep. The, yeah, and from Victor Cruz. He's got, he got injury riddled for real. Um, it was, yeah. it, but the thing was, you've seen what Eli could do with one real threat to the offense. Mm-hmm. One world threat. It was just Victor Cruz. Uh, they had him on Bradshaw. He was good, but not great. Yeah, Brandon Drakeus was good, but not great. But they just complemented each other very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you going back and forth. They had the Chase Blackburn interception, mm-hmm. which was like, where did this guy come from? Over Gronk, too, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was just an underthrow by Brady. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, just don't know why he did it, but he, he just threw it up for grabs and he got intercepted. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- right, so I got a question there. For, was it, do you think Brady struggled a little bit leading his own charge without the without the help of the defenses with um, the two Super Bowl losses? And he only went the two no, during that time. I don't think it's – I wouldn't say – look, defense wins championships in my opinion, right? Yeah. I, I think you need – Michael Irvin is so dumb. Um, he just made it. I don't know. He's being stupid on TV. Uh, no, but you need a great defense yeah. or a good defense to win a Super Bowl. If you if you don't have a great offense, you need a great defense. If you have a great offense, you need a good defense, right? Yeah. That's why I think the Chiefs right now are a prime team to win a Super Bowl. That's why I don't feel like the Texans are. That's why I don't feel like the the Packers are. Packers defense is good. Their offense isn't great, 
right? Yeah. That's why I feel like the 49ers or the Ravens are. Ravens, great offense, good defense. Yeah. You know, 49ers, great defense, good offense. Like, it's that kind of dynamic, right? Yeah. And when Brady is... Brady has elevated a lot of guys, in my opinion, right? I, I feel like Brady has taken a lot of guys' careers and, and really elevated them to, like, Hall of Fame status. I mean, if... I'm sorry, but if Randy Moss doesn't go to the Patriots with Tom Brady, his career is not revitalized. We don't look at we don't look at Randy Moss the same. We look at Randy Moss as arguably the greatest receiver of all time. Some people think just based off of what he was able to do because of Tom Brady and what he was able to do with New England. So, yeah, look, I I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, was he? You know, was it his fault that they weren't able to win? Yeah, I mean, he made mistakes in that game for sure. I mean, throwing throwing picks and. The intentional grounding and you know just things like that where yeah, yeah. he didn't play as I best. I think he struggled but, a little because he went the two. Uh, when, this, the, hey, when look, the defense did did uh, disband, he went the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he had the undefeated season in that. I'll tell you what though, as playing well. as an underdog, you know what I'm saying. And I'll say this: the first game that they played the Giants back in 07, they were such big favorites. The Giants were such underdogs; nobody thought they had a chance. That's dangerous. The Giants had nothing to lose. If they lost by 50, no one would ever say a thing about it. Yeah. Because we, that's, the, that's the greatest team of all time right there. You yeah. can still have a chance. Uh, you can still have an argument. That's the greatest team of all time, right? I, well, you, have they, a, you have an argument for it. I know they didn't win the Super Bowl, but you have an argument for it, of what they were able to yeah. do defensively and offensively. Mm-hmm. But going into this game, Super Bowl 46. I think the pressure in New England on Brady was some of the most maybe they've ever had. Yeah. Because they lost to him before. Now Brady's he's coming off a Super Bowl loss. Like I said, there's all those questions. Is he that good? Was he carried by defense? Is Brady actually that great? There's all these questions going in. And the Giants, again, going in. You guys are going to lose. You guys suck. You guys got here luckily. Man, one person picked him to win the game. I forget who it was. Uh, so I mean, yeah, it's just, NFL Network, somebody on NFL Network, some random dude on NFL Network. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, I think Brady, yes, he's been helped by great defenses at times for sure, but if he's not in those situations, I don't think they win the Super Bowls either. Yeah, uh, so well, we'll go back to the game here, and it's, gosh, it was just back and forth. Brady was getting hit hard in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two worst games I've seen Brady being hit in. Mm-hmm. Was the two Super Bowl losses to the Giants? He got destroyed in those games. Yeah, they got after, and they they really laid the foundation for how you stop Brady. Mm-hmm. You hit him. Yeah, you hit him. You and get you in keep, his face. Keep and you, him. And you keep constant pressure around him, and you get him skittish in the pocket. Yeah, and I just remember uh, Manning, Peyton, or Eli, Eli Manning. I almost said I said Peyton there. Uh, Eli Manning. I still, I always, I love watch, I love watching the uh, America's Game. Where they go through the season of the Super Bowl winner. Mm-hmm. I still remember him talking about that throw to Manning him, and he just he literally closed his eyes and threw the ball up. Yeah, he was like, "Yeet!" <laughs> he just threw it up, and yeah. and then Manning him just making an insane catch. I was like, "This has to be a catch." I was like, "I'm surprised they they called him out of bounds at first, right?" Mm-hmm. But jeez, like, there's no way you get that twice like that. And then you have Amon Bradshaw, and but the thing is, though, they still have to drive. Mm-hmm. They get that touchdown, and he does that. And then you have you have Amon Bradshaw literally sitting in the end zone, one of the most iconic shots in Super Bowl history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have Tom Brady just 
not he's kind of faltering fourth down he's a huge conversion i think the aaron hernandez uh and then goes gets the fourth down again and you're just like oh it's hell mary time throws the hell mary up Gronk. i'll tell you what that throw from it. i know they didn't convert it but that throw from brady when was he was like bomb. jumping he jumped back and i mean he had no room to set he just launches that ball about 60 yards on the field i was like dang he has an arm yeah, no. Um, yeah, but that, it was a great game, man. It was, man. It was just a... It was hard for me not to put it uh, in that top three, but... I still remember your your best friend, uh, Reggie. But he's a huge Giants fan. He's been mm-hmm. a huge Giants fan forever. And we watched that game together. Yeah, it was fun. It was his first Super Bowl we get to watch with him. Mm-hmm. And it ends up being one of the best Super Bowls ever. Yeah. In our opinion. It's yeah. just amazing. Yeah, it was a great game. So, we'll... Move to number one. And, and I would assume we both have the same number one, which is yeah. the Super Bowl 52 matchup. Nah, the, it's uh, it's Super Bowl 47, Seattle versus Denver. Stop. That awful yeah. game. <laughs> That's the no. most boring Super Bowl. Uh, um, yeah, Philadelphia. Great for Seahawks fans, but terrible for NFL. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah, it's the Patriots versus the Eagles. Super Bowl 52, gosh. Eagles winning 41-33. Uh, to me, this game had everything you want in an NFL game. Gosh, it was um, crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, you had the catches. You had the mishaps. With, gosh. You had, the, you had the conversions. You had the trick plays. Yeah. You had the fails, you know, from the Patriots. Um, you had you had some great plays from the Patriots. You had fails from the Eagles, some great plays from the Eagles. Um, I mean, it was gosh. just an amazing game. I remember we were on our feet almost the entire game because it was so exciting. Yeah. Uh, it was, and then and for the Eagles to take the lead early and for the Patriots to come back again, I, coming back, getting back, yeah. getting the lead, and then the Eagles having the wherewithal to say, like, we can still win this game. You know, like, yeah, we, you know, they went down at a certain point in the game and they went down 33 to 32 and coming down and scoring um, was just, Gosh, that was just such a great game, man. Yeah, I know, and such a great game. The thing was though, their uh, their last drive took took seven minutes off the clock. It was up tempo, up tempo, up tempo, up tempo, and then that last drive, the Zach, or not the the second to last drive, Zach Ertz's touchdown. Mm-hmm. Took seven minutes off the clock. Yeah, that was huge. And uh, huge. I think everybody forgets about the. Fourth and one conversion. With Zach Ertz, for some reason, tried to stick the ball out, even though he's over the first line or first down marker. Yeah. Almost drops the ball, and we're just like, what are you doing there? And, and, the and then down. Nick Foles just like, kind of like blindly throws that one. Like, I mean, just making a, you know, just like, oh, so remember, dumping and then the it play over. before it, you had the stupid RPOs with Torrey Smith. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, and we're like, oh, uh, dude, what are you doing? come on, like, make this game fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then he converts it, and we're like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And then they drive down, drive down. Boom! Hits a slant with Zach Ertz. Yeah, and then obviously there was that question of, oh gosh, are they going to call us the way they did Jesse James? I mean, it was the same season. It was the same ref. It was the same. It was Gene Steratore's yeah, crew. Same officiating crew. Yeah, and, and Gene Steratore was like, you know what? We're not going to officiate and decide this game. Yep. And that's still why he's one of the better refs, even though he's in the crew or on the not in the crew in the uh, uh, present in the booth. Yeah, that's what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it just the game was back and forth. I think the Funniest thing about the game was the kickers. Uh, Jake Elliott, his rookie year in the league, played phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Missed the extra point for some reason. And you had uh, crazy to think about it. Patriots had special teams mishaps. You had the missed uh, extra. You had the block. Mm-hmm. I think it was a block. And then the punter, I forget what the punter was at the time, 
just dropped the ball. And Steven Goskowski was like, oh, my God, what are you doing here? And then he kicks the ball. It bounces <laughs> off misses, the yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then you had the catches by Alshon Jeffrey in the game. And then you had the Corey Clement touchdown catch. Oh, man. Big uh, plays. And then had, huge, man. And, and then, like you said, the faults. Alshon Jeffrey just batting the ball up in the air. again, it landed to get yeah. intercepted. And you're like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Nice uh, play from McCourty. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, it was the game was just it was back and forth. Some of the big runs that they had from a uh, from Jay Ajay and all I can and never girl, say it. I Jay can never Ajay. say his name without his first. Like I can't say it. Jay sounds weird. Yeah, Jay Ajay. There you go. But uh, and then and obviously Garrett Blunt. Garrett Blunt rumbling and stumbling and bumbling. I still remember watching him as a rookie <laughs> in Tampa. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, this is a dude that pushed the point to stink dude in the face. <laughs> like, this guy's going to be great. And then he just had a really good career. But Yeah. Uh, hey, he, hey he, was one, he was a part of him and Chris Long, both back-to-back Super Bowls on different teams. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and it probably helped out that when they faced yeah. New England, they had them on their team. Yeah. One and obviously you had that too. big play uh, from Brandon Graham, strip sack, and then Derek Barnett just recovering that fumble. I mean, and then, the, the, but the, the Patriots still had a chance. I know. It felt exactly like the uh, my number two. Yeah. Uh, the giant, the second, the part two Giants in New England because they were like, oh, fourth and, it was like fourth and 15. And you're just like, oh, what's going to happen here? Converse the, converse with the Gronk. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this is what I wish Pat Mahomes would have done in the Rams and Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. Brady goes over. He's like, oh, nobody's open. Wait, still like 20 seconds left. Let's dump it off to Gronk. Gronk. Just literally walks out the sideline, gets out of bounds, goes again, goes with the Gronk, and then Gronk just gets flipped on his head. Yeah. It was, uh, and then the Hail Mary. He does the same exact thing in the Hail Mary. He just, whatever he's doing with his feet, great footwork by Tom Brady, getting through the pocket, and he just lobs it up. And, gosh, that one, that one was closer than the Giants one. Mm. Because Gronk had a hand on that ball. Yeah. And was tipping it up. And then, yeah. And then, I think, who was it, Mills? Somebody, yeah. Jan- uh, no, it was Jalen. It might have been Jenkins. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it was. they had the ball, too, at one point, and they were tipping it up, and they were just like, what's happening here? And then Daniel Dan- Dan- falls on the ball after it hits the ground, yeah. and he's just like, he's like, I caught the ball. I know like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, gosh, man. But, we had some great games this decade. Yeah. Uh, there's some notable games, like the... Ace, like the some of these AFC NFC championships here. Like you had Baltimore versus New England the first game, the San Francisco versus the Giants. Mm, you had uh, also San Francisco versus Seattle. Gosh. Like you know, like we mentioned yeah. the infamous Richard Sherman play. Uh, the um, last year's NFC championships and the AFC championships. Uh, mm-hmm. Kansas City, New England, and Rams in New Orleans. First time in NFL history, both uh, conference championships going to overtime on the same mm-hmm. day. Yeah. It's crazy, and just a lot of good games, and it shows where the NFL is going. There's a lot more exciting games, a lot more fun games, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to get some parody a little bit in the NFL now. Uh, first time since I'm 2000- not, We say that, right? I think yeah. we say that, but there is one of these teams that will be the next dynasty, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, there always is, right? There. That that's the story of most sports. It's the story of the NFL. I mean, you have the dynasties of the Packers early on winning two in a row, and then the Steelers in the '70s, and the Niners in the '80s, and and the Cowboys uh, in in the '90s, and then obviously the Patriots from the aughts until the tens. Like um, I was going to throw it in there at some point, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and just like you always have these dynasties, right? You always have these teams that. Uh, take over for an extended period of time and i'm curious to see 
Because we got some young teams, right? Is it going to be Lamar and Harbaugh? Is it going to be Reed and Mahomes or Watson and Butt Chin O'Brien? Like <laughs> he has one of the mo- he has one of the most distinctive butt chins I've ever seen um, in my life, man. Like they could probably Photoshop it on somebody playing Batman, <laughs> and there you go. Uh, I mean, like, or I mean, is, is there a team that we that hasn't come up yet? Is there a team that missed the playoffs that is on that could be on the rise if they get one more piece or the right quarterback? Um, there are a lot of like this past decade. Obviously, you know, it was it was a Patriots dominated decade, right? Mm-hmm. Patriots, Denver Broncos, you know, the Seattle Seahawks. Those kind of teams dominated this decade. I want to see what I right, so, I right, so this reminds me of the San Francisco and Dallas stuff ending, their dynasties. Mm-hmm. Both of them, like both of them, ended at the same time because you still have Steve Young there with 49ers. Yeah. Uh, but after uh, the Super Bowl, Green Bay has a pop up Super Bowl. Denver has two pop up Super Bowls with John Elway, mm-hmm. and then you have uh, the Rams. Then you have the Ravens. I'm going to count this New England one in here. The first New England, because nobody expected New England to win that one. Mm. And then you had the Buccaneers. Yeah. You had seven years of where there was some parody in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and yeah, we I could think, get into well, a stretch. That's where I think there might be some parody here, because there's some young, great quarterbacks here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my thing is, uh, what veteran quarterbacks on the Super Bowl here? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be Phillip Rivers? Is Ben going to win a couple more? Is... Uh, there are only these teams, even like when the Patriots dynasty ended, you had the Steelers win one, the Colts won one all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, the Giants won one. Yeah. Steelers win another one. Yeah, I'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we will get a, a Saints and then the some years, Green yeah. Bay wins another pop-up one. Because I will say yeah. this, the, there, there are a lot more teams now than there ever have been in the NFL, in my opinion, with great young quarterbacks. Yeah. With legit franchise guys, Watson, Mahomes, Jackson in the AFC. We'll see what Josh Allen's able to become if he can just get his accuracy down. In the NFC, you got Garoppolo and you got Cousins with the Vikings and you've got obviously Rodgers. with the Bears. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we fine. got Rodgers with yeah. the Packers still for a few more years, depending on how long he wants you to play. You say Russell? Russell, obviously Danger Russ. Uh, <laughs> Danger Russ, yeah. <laughs> you got Russell Wilson there, obviously probably for another nine, ten yeah, years. Kyler, that could Kyler pop Murray. Up. I mean, there's so many young yeah. prospects. And uh, Baker as well, if he can get get back on track. Yeah, I mean, if look, if if this past decade, you know, for us as football fans, um, growing up in this era, really growing up, you know, becoming yeah. from young, like young kids, you know, up until you know being in our our early twenties. Uh, if if that decade and, and what football was defined as, you know, comes into this decade and just gets continues to get better, um, I, I, I'm I can't wait enough for some of the games that you know we might be able to get, some of the matchups that we might be able to get. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I think it's a great time to be a football fan right now. I know people complain about this and that, like oh taking the hits out of football and this, and I get some of the rules are junky and and weird and stuff, but I think some of the best football and some of the best games are still yet to be played, and mm-hmm. I'm very excited moving on to this decade and, and just taking it year by year and just enjoying football like that because, I mean, you know, I don't want to rush through it. Yeah, I know, and we still got divisional games. We'll do our predictions here next episode mm-hmm. and on Friday morning. Yep. We'll have that up, and, yeah, it's we still got a lot of football left. Like, this last football, mm-hmm. I think I said this on the last podcast, the most exciting wild card weekend I think I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Just every game was close. We're getting a lot of parity at this moment in the yeah, NFL yeah. where it's just a like... A lot of teams are even, yeah. A lot of teams are even. Like, Bears, 
couple field goals away from making the playoffs. Rams, a mm-hmm. uh, couple non bad games, uh, basically a win versus Tampa. Mm-hmm. They're looking at a playoff spot right now. Yeah. Or and the bad game against Dallas as mm-hmm. well. There's in Dallas a couple ba- games against the Bears. There's so much parity here. Just one game in. That's what makes the regular season so important. Mm-hmm. One game's here and there. You miss out on the playoffs. Yeah. It's crazy. And it just, I think we're heading in that parody direction here in a little bit, and then we'll see who the next dynasty. I honestly think the next dynasty uh, might be Arizona. So random guess for me. Okay. I'm gonna go with Arizona. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll come. Yeah, like you said, we'll come out with our predictions episode um, on Friday morning uh, for the divisional round of the playoffs, mm-hmm. and we'll see you. Uh, in- then y'all we appreciate you guys listening um you know and during this episode having some fun with us taking a look back at some of the games we think were the best of the decade yeah um and most for the most part we had some most of the same games but some of them were different some of them I, you know a couple of them i was like oh crap i didn't it's think beauty of about or, football because it's, it's subjective yeah there's yeah. uh yeah it's, there's so many great games i'm sure you guys are gonna have disagreements and let us know what you guys think let us yeah. know um, if you guys have a top ten list, uh, let you know, send it to us or talk to us, uh, interact with us. I mean, yeah. I, will, I always love talking football and, and debating. Yeah. It, so it's, yeah, it's fun. Um, it's, football is for everybody. Yeah, it really is. So, uh, but yeah, we appreciate you guys so much. Why? Where can they find you? Uh, underscore Sparky underscore four. And you can find me at Varsity Ginger fifty five, and that's for both of us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, like I said, y'all. Till next episode. Until we uh, predict these division round, uh, divisional round of the playoffs. And uh, I'm looking forward to some of these games this weekend. Hopefully we get some all-time greats coming up. Yeah. And uh, until next time, y'all, peace. See ya.